The big question is this. How do us raw feeders take dog health to the next level? How do we avoid the things that make our dogs sick, promote chronic conditions, disease, and shorten their lives? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers because I'm sharing what I've learned after a decade working with clients and watching my own 15-year-old pit bull live life to the fullest. Note, this podcast does not give medical advice. Hi, it's Dog Talk Tuesday, and I'm your host, Andrea Partee from Three Little Pitties. <laughs> I forgot what three little. Okay, and this is my co-host. <laughs> Sandra King from Dog Nutrition Naturally. <laughs> okay. What, what I wanted to premise this one is, um, you know, stress is one of the several labels we could have used for this one, but I want to ask you guys this. Do you think your feelings, thoughts, or actions have anything to do with your health? Because you know it used to be kind of woo-woo, and now it's scientifically proven it does. So let's apply it to our dogs. Okay. Okay. That makes sense to me. Well, it makes sense to me too. So now that that's the part I wrote down, now you can just tell us everything else. (laughs) Because we recorded this before and it was terrible. Yeah, well, let's just start again. So... Anyway, that that statement to me is you know has rings rings really true, and I think that you and I both see this every day from the emails that we get from people yes. uh, that write to uh, to us, um, you know, asking about asking for help for their dog health problems, and so very often we see that the people who write to us are so very concerned. They're very concerned and worried and just really traumatized by um, by the problems that their dogs are having and they can't seem to solve them. So just leaving the the dog health problems aside for a second because that's you know that's what we do that's what we coach people through. What we want to talk about today is how the how the the owner owners thinking and the things that they say and and the way they behave affect their their dog's recovery from whatever it is. Okay, and this is sort of not in any way to lay blame or you know or to try and make people feel more guilty than they do already, um, but just to say that um, we see a lot of really um, tense people that are stressed out because they've got a problem that they can't solve. Right. Right. And so. Um, having lived with dogs all my life and worked with dogs for a long, long time, what I see and know is that, you know, dogs, they pick up our feelings, like they react to our, to our feelings. They're very sensitive to what we're feeling, what we're thinking. Oh, um, absolutely, much more than other people are. Oh, I, oh, absolutely. Dogs are so much more in tune with that than, than people actually are. I think people know too, but they just ignore it. <laughs> They're paying attention to their own feelings. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so I guess what I wanted to say was just to help your dog even more than you're trying to do already just although you're worried and concerned you know try just try to stay calm through it all understanding that you're you're you know you're looking for a solution you're working on it and it is what it is so just stay calm and work your way you know, work your way through the process of, of getting your dog better. But just trying to remain calm rather than, you know, being 
very you know stressed out about it all because the dog's picking up that too. I mean, the dog feels bad enough as it is because he's not well. Right. But you know right. he's you know he's he's uh, you know he's reflecting your your stress too, right. which I think it just just makes it harder. So not sure if I did a great job of trying to describe that, but um, okay. No, I think that was fine. But I, I think and what we're saying too is that if you're at home and something and your dog does something goes on that's not right, you know, not not that you necessarily have contacted us or anything, just some little thing, rather than getting worried, think about it. You know, yeah. it, work on it. Work, you know, consider what the problem is and find a solution. But in the meantime. Don't freak out around your dog. The more you worry around your dog, the worse it's going to get. We see this over and over and over. Oh yeah, I know, I know we do. Because um, people are, like I say, they're so worried and and I think that they show that to their dog and they get so frustrated with some of the symptoms the dog is displaying, right? You know, if the dog is, you know, for example, you know, just itching and scratching and chewing at itself and, you know, doing those things that, you know, drive us crazy really they do they're yeah. you know, it's horrible to live through that but you know think about how the dog's feeling he's already feeling bad enough right yeah yeah <laughs> so there's no point in getting frustrated with the dog for just doing what is a natural reaction to something that's bugging you right right yeah so so um so that's what i want to say you know rather than or try at least to not be n not just understand that the dog has a problem so try not to be so frustrated with it don't yell at the dog for <laughs> scratching too much, you know. Uh, people, I think they do this, you know, despite the fact that they love the dog, they just get really frustrated. They get really annoyed and want them to stop. Yeah, which they of course do. then makes the dog need to do it more because they're stressed. Yeah, I think so. It just creates that stress level in the household um, right. that isn't conducive to anybody being well, you know. Right, right. All right, so although it's, you know, easy enough to say, just be aware that you're, the way you're emotionally reacting to your dog's problem or even other things going on in the house is going to affect how your dog recovers, right? Absolutely. And how quickly, how quickly your dog recovers. So understanding that, just be aware of that and just try to take a deep breath, calm down. Yeah, deep breathing works a lot for me. Well, I don't even, even realize I'm holding my breath, but if I'm holding my breath it's because I'm stressed. So. Well, yeah, because I think, um, you know, I think we take our breath for granted, and so, um, uh, but it will calm you down, despite right. your anxiety. Right, right, I agree, I agree. Okay, yeah. I think I think we covered that, but there's some, one more thing that I wanted to bring up, yeah. because you and I are so, um, so believe in feeding a raw diet. Mm -hmm. So I want to just talk for a second about the stress of feeding raw, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. Because how many times people have come to us, like, we can't tell you, um, that say, oh, my dog won't eat raw, or I tried, or, you know, and there's all these things, and what it turns out is that the owner is afraid, yeah. and, and the dog's they're afraid of things that really are unfounded. They're afraid of germs, which, you know, you can read on the, our websites, but that's, that's silly. Dogs were made to eat raw. Um, they're afraid of bones, like they're going to choke, and the more you're afraid, the more the chances are your dog is going to choke. It's not going to hurt him, but he might choke. Well, because, because the dog picks up on, your, on the person's fear, right? The dog picks up on the person's exactly. fear. Exactly. And when the dog picks up on it, and again, if you're afraid, the dog's not going to eat it because he's going, oh, there's something wrong with this. I can tell. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. I just so had to throw that in there. That's the kind of thing I mean. That's the kind of thing I mean. So, 
you know, if you're doing things to help your dog, then just be okay with that. You know, just be okay with that. And, um, you know, be confident that you're on the right track. Right, right. Okay, good. All right, son. That's good. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Sandra. And I wanted to bring up just a couple of other things because when I was talking about um, stress and how dogs reflect our thoughts and everything, um, I have a couple of personal ones. And one of them was when I first started feeding our uh, my five pit bulls a raw diet. Uh, my husband at the time was totally freaked out about it. He was so convinced that they would choke on a bone that I that they it's like they would cob or they would have problems if he was around so what I ended up doing was at dinner time I made him leave I made him leave the room or go outside because it had an incredible effect on the dogs so um and another one which was which was really hard for me. But before I tell you that one, just just consider this. If you find yourself stressing out, I mean, think about it. Because we all do it. It's a natural part of, of humans is to always look for what's wrong. So, so stop and find a way to relax. Whether it's deep breathing, which I really like. Or if you're a meditator, that's awesome. Do a little meditation. Um, a short one that can help is to look up. Now, this sounds really goofy, but I used to do this with my two teenage daughters. Um, look up and grin at the sky for three minutes. When they were really ticked off or really upset, I would have them do that. And they w- it would, like, totally relax them. Um, but, okay, the, the one that was really hard for me was I was definitely stressed out um, having my dog bones and knowing he was dying of cancer. How... Um, that was hard and there were times there were days I just it, I was just overwhelmed and I could not do that in front of him I could not let him feel like feel that from me and so what I would do is I would go outside or take a walk in fact it reminds me if you ever saw the movie Spanglish with Adam Sandler um, when the one who turns into the nanny I forget her name sorry um when she has a little girl at home and she goes outside and screams and cries and cusses and goes back in, that's what I did. I would go outside and sob, just sob until my whole face was swollen. And and then I would focus on, you know, once I released that, I focused on the time we had left together and how to make it as wonderful as it could be. And um, he lived with that cancer like... <laughs> way longer than any other dog I know of by at least three years. So so I'm assuming stress had something to do with, you know, with it or the lack of stress. But but anyway, that's those are just some tips and because stress sucks. And honestly I have to be so thankful for bones, be two bones, for teaching me that because I hardly ever get stressed out anymore. And I notice it. I notice it right away. So anyway, just some thoughts. Talk to you soon.